You know, trips with you, Cindy Bunn, are never boring. What are you talking about? They're a delight. Yes, delightful. Let's talk about delightful. Let's just start right off and let's talk about um, let's talk about toilet paper dispensers. <laughs> We're gonna go there right away. I figure that's the best You're way. You're just to start. gonna just hit me with it. That's right That's the, the best bat. way to start. Yes. All right. Look. Without getting into gross details. Listen. Please don't. Listen. Okay. Listen. A lady needs toilet paper no matter what she's doing. Number one or number two. Okay. All right. We learn something new every day, I guess, on the bungalow. There's no shaking anything off when you're a female. (laughs) That's... Okay. Why did we why did we get stickers done before this? Because that should be the slogan for this uh, podcast. Okay, let's go get ahead. Them redone. All right. Anyway, go ahead and tell your story. <laughs> okay, so we're in the restaurant. No, it was a gas station. No, it was a restaurant. It was a restaurant. Yes, we just didn't eat there because oh, we ended up. Oh, that's right. We ended up. That... We ended up walking out because they never served. Because that crappy Joe's Crab Shack. Well, first of all, it's our fault. I told you this when we sat down there. Uh. When we're in North Carolina, it's our fault to go to, if we're going to get seafood, to go to Joe's Crab Shack. There are thousands of of really good seafood restaurants in North Carolina. Well, But our son was hungry. When you've got a 10-year-old in the back seat that's hangry. Yes, he was hangry. You go where you know he can get corn dogs. Right. All right. Okay. So anyway, so I go in the bathroom. And I am one of these people I learned a long time ago. I remember watching an episode of, I don't know, one of those talk shows back when they had educational things on them about the cleanest, most, or least germ-filled stall in a public restroom. Do you know which one it is? I've never been to a germless a stall without germs in a public restroom. Humor me here. Humor so, me here. No, which one? It's the first stall. Why? Because nobody ever wants the first stall. Oh. Everybody always goes to the last stall because it's like the farthest away from the door. You're not really worrying about people peeping through the, the cracks at you and stuff. Okay. So they say that the first stall is always the cleanest. Okay. I always go to the first stall. Sure. Because I want the cleanest. Absolutely. So I go in, doing my business. I go to get toilet paper and there's none there. Rookie mistake. You always check for toilet paper, and I didn't. Well, you know how it was like one of those brown dispenser things on the wall. And there was another side. And you know how usually you, like, push the little lever underneath, and it reveals the other side? Yes. Well, it was jammed. It wouldn't work. So then I'm trying to use a fingernail... To get, like, the top of the dispenser open, because you know how they have those little keys that open the dispensers? Right. I'm trying, I'm cracked a fingernail trying to get it open. That didn't work. So then I'm like, well, what am I going to do? So, what do I do? I look, (laughs) and I'm like, maybe I can reach through the dispenser and reach the other side and just pull some toilet paper out through there. So I kind of maneuver my arm up underneath the empty roll and I'm trying to reach through over to the other side. Well, it didn't work. And I got my arm stuck. In the toilet paper dispenser. In the toilet paper dispenser. Now, normally, I take my cell phone with me. Right. 
For whatever reason, though, I did not take my cell phone. Right. So I'm sitting there. My arm is stuck in this toilet paper dispenser. And I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because I was stuck. Right. So finally, I managed to jerk it out. Had this big, ugly, red mark scratch on the inside of my arm. So I'm there. My arm hurts. I'm pissed off. And I still don't have any toilet paper. So what do I do? I'm like, all right, I'm just going to have to make a run for it to the next stall. Right. So I'm like, all right. So I'm sitting there and I'm debating and I'm debating and I'm waiting because I know the minute I open that door and someone's going to see my ugly butt run into the next stall. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what, Cindy, the time you've been sitting here waiting and debating, you could have already been in the next stall. Nobody came in. So I get up, I slowly unlock the door, and I slowly open it, and I'm peeping around like there's somebody secretly hiding in the shadows of this public bathroom. And I run to the next stall, and I close it. I'm like, all right, good. I got here unscathed. I sit down. There is no freaking toilet paper in the second stall either. What happened when you got your arm stuck the second time? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so then I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So I stand up, I open the door, I creep creep in looking, there's nobody there. And I'm like, alright, I'm going to do it. I made a mad dash for the third stall. Finally in the third stall, there was toilet paper. Hallelujah. So. And then after all that, we didn't even get to eat. We didn't. We didn't even get to drink. That's right. They didn't even serve us our drinks. This has been our Yelp review of the Joe's Crab Shack in Fayetteville, North Carolina. It sucked. And did not go there. Yes. And now we welcome you to the bungalow. We have escaped Harnett County alive. And uh, we are back. Barely. It's it's been a little while since we recorded. We've been traveling, visiting a family. and, uh, And we're back. And and this is our, you know, we're back on schedule with with our with our we? bungalows. I, well, we'll find out. Really? We'll see after this one. We'll see if we're back on a schedule. Um, see, now you've just set us up for failure because you know <laughs> to keep a schedule. I did, it could have been once a year, and uh, and I've set us up for failure. So yeah. anyway, we'll Thanks. see. Way to go! I know. I'm. That's that's what I do. I, I set <laughs> us up for failure. So what are we what are we talking about, Cindy? You have a, a it seems like a very long list of things you wish to discuss. Well, you know, you don't let me record a podcast for, you know, six months, and that's what happens. It builds up. It builds and builds and builds. All right. Well, let's but, let's hear it. What are we starting with? I mean, we could talk about going to North Carolina. We could skip over it. No, we can talk about it. I mean, there's, there's not a lot to say without getting into some... You know, personal family stuff that we don't want to necessarily no. talk about. Nobody wants to hear that. But, uh, but yeah, we uh, so we went to to visit family in North Carolina, which was good. It was a good visit. It was a good visit. The trip there was a little. We drove, uh, thinking we, you know, I've driven to North Carolina many, 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 many times, <laughs> and it always it's weird because it always seems like it's not that bad. Uh, after the drive, like, oh, well, that wasn't a bad drive. But this time, I, I have not experienced that. Uh, it was a bad 
trip both ways. Um, on the way there, the trip took about 10 hours longer than it was supposed to. Yep. Because we had bridges that were washed out. We had to take 80-mile detours. And we had... Highways with mudslides on them. Highways with mudslides. So we had to take detours for that. And we got stuck. It was raining the whole way. And people, uh, I guess, just were hitting each other and having wrecks all along the highway. And we got stuck in many traffic jams that we just sat, sat for hours at a time, not going anywhere. I really hope I never have to meet the woman who does the voice of the GPS in our car. Because if I do, she's not going to know what hit her. I'm just going to tackle her and punch her. You're going to root recalculate her head? I'm going to root recalculate her entire body. Yeah, it it was not a fun trip there. Um, the trip back was also, I mean, we had a, we didn't have as many detours. We had a couple, although it did take us through some pretty pretty parts of the country, some of those detours. But the, definitely the way there was was rough. Uh, I, I did get trip. to practice knitting. You, I did do some knitting while we were on the road, though. Yeah, but you have an interesting take on knitting. You knit for a while, and then you just undo everything you've done. Because I mess up. And then you just undo the entire thing. You'll knit for four hours. And then because I mess up and I don't know how to fix it, so you just go straight back to the beginning. What else am I gonna do? It was it was interesting to watch. Although driving along with you with those knitting needles, and the knitting needle kept coming at me like Jason Voorhees' machete in Friday the Thirteenth Part <laughs> Three. It kept coming straight at my face every time you were. It was just a little. That was a little disturbing. I kept fearing that I'd have to take a sharp turn or something, and you would impale me with one of those. Well, you'll be happy to know I on the, on the trip home I knitted whatever you want to call it I long enough that I'm pretty sure now the one of the cats has a scarf. Nice, so a cat scarf. Go. Yeah, so there you go. That's fancy. Our poor kid, he watched or he, I guess you wouldn't say watched, although it was on YouTube. He listened to what was it, five hundred of the scariest stories oh it was some sort of scary story thing it was like nine hours worth of scary stories is and it sounded i listened to a couple with him and it sounded like they were stories that in some cases kids had submitted (laughs) and uh just and, and they were just read in sort of an ominous an ominous voice these stories about scary things that had happened to different people over you know, over time. My dad told me to get into the closet. It was the closet where I kept my Lego. Uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. Uh, I stepped on a Lego <laughs> and it hurt. They were. That's pretty much exactly how they sounded. <laughs> but he liked them, although he said they scared him. Yeah. Now, he, now he's terrified. Now he's afraid of everything. Now. Yeah, they scared him. He. Parents of the year. We listened to that, and he listened to some episodes of Lore. Which is a great podcast that we like. And I love that. Also, kind of creepy. So, uh, he just had a creepy trip all the way yeah. along. Although now, I love it. Although this probably doesn't say much for us as parents, but I love it that he gets the the video suggestions on YouTube. Right. Right. So lately, he's been into plane crashes. Right. Like watching all these documentaries, like National Geographic documentaries on YouTube about plane crashes. And he'll talk to me about them, you know. So the other day, I'm in the car with him. I was taking him to his violin lesson. 
And he said, Mom, you know what else I've been, you know what else I've been watching on YouTube? And I said, oh, God, what now? And he said, I've been watching videos about the rapture. Wow. And I said, you what? <laughs> and he, he proceeded to tell me all about the rapture. Well, that's good. But I'm thinking, I'm having this conversation with my 10-year-old. Yeah, well, he's thinking about, you know, the end of days already. It's important well, to be prepared. I guess. He was a Boy Scout for a little while. For like a second. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and other than that, you know, it was a pretty uh, a pretty low-key trip. We didn't, you know, uh, there were a few little things that, um, like I said, I don't want to talk about too much. Uh, there were some and some okay. incidents that, that seemed like it was straight out on an episode of Justified. Uh, and I don't want to, but uh, we won't. We won't. Uh, that's a yeah. story for another day, probably. But but it was a uh, it, it was a good trip for the most part. Um, we I'm, to, yeah, we got we got to spend some time with your mom. Right, spend some and, time with my mom. You know, unfortunately, she's not in in good health, so that was really special to have that time with her. Yep. So, another, other than that, the the justified <laughs> crap. You know what? Leave it Leave it in North Carolina. That's right. Well, we're back now. I'm glad to be back. I seem to have a hard time getting back on track and getting back to work. But uh, we are officially back home. Or at least I am for another uh, less than 24 hours. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. And then I'm back on the road again. On the road again. That's right. Cullen can't wait to get on the road again. Right. All the kinds is of that nerdy your, is that your, meetings uh, with his friends. Is that your Willie Nelson impersonation? Because <laughs> you should probably leave that somewhere. I'd have left Somebody that. Somebody give me a joint. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Willie Nelson smokes pot. I understand, but that I'm what I'm saying no to is your imp- your impression of Willie Nelson is pretty horrifying. You were always on my mind, Cullen. Oh my God! Don't do that. Seriously, I can hear listeners turning it off right now. <laughs> Cars are crashing as they're reaching for their their iPhone. They probably just threw the iPhone right out the window. <laughs> Great, we're gonna get a lot of bills for for people. Don't send me, me your iPhone bills yeah. because <laughs> for real, I couldn't care less. All right, what else? You know, what else are we? Well, you know, we just had a wonderful St. Patrick's Day weekend. Sure. Celebrated with lots of libations and karaoke and. Well, you know, you know, I, and I've said this for years and years because since when I went full time as a writer, I said to myself, "I'm going to celebrate St. Patrick's Day" because I never got to do it when I had a day job. Sure. And we have not celebrated St. Patrick's Day ever. We've never gone to an Irish pub or went and had green beers or anything like that. So this year. The the Dublin's Pass down the road here had a, a big, I mean, it's their 4th of July, basically. It's, you know, it's their Christmas. They had a big St. Patrick's Day party. So we decided to go and, and actually do that this year. And boy, did we. It was fun for a while. Um, and we went with some friends, some, some dear friends of ours <laughs> joined us. Um, and it was fun. I mean, we, we, it was a crowded bar. We had green beers and Jamesons and ginger ales and whatever shots you were drinking. Tequila. And see, and there's the shots of tequila is where we went wrong. And I think I said when we ordered them, I said this is shots are never a good idea. It always goes bad when you get shots. But it didn't go bad with the shots. 
No, but it went bad that night. Everybody, I feel like I was pretty sober most of the night. Are you kidding me? Most of the night I was pretty okay. I was at least one of the most sensible of the group. Is this, gonna, is this where you want to be when Jesus yes. comes? Yes. I at least remember all the things that you listed here to talk about. <laughs> I remembered them. Sort of. Yes, I remember all of the events. Listen, I remember getting up on that karaoke stage with with our friend Kevin and doing Bust a Move. And you you remember rocking it, don't you? I did rock it. What I, I just rem- didn't have a microphone. What Kevin I, had the microphone. What I remember is the DJ did all of the rapping. She rapped every lyric. And when you're at a karaoke bar and the DJ feels like the only way for that song to be a success is for her to do it for you, it may be a bad idea to have gotten on that stage. You know what? And you might have gotten every lyric right. You didn't have a microphone. That's true. Kevin did have a microphone. And all I saw him do was sort of this... This face at people and stick his tongue out and sort of go ah at everybody as they're as you guys were bouncing around on the stage. I was singing. Okay, I only heard the DJ because I didn't have a microphone. All right. Well, I wish you'd have had one. I do too. But uh, that was at the second bar we went to, which is the second mistake we made of the night. Is we said is we let someone say, "Hey, let's go do karaoke." And I remember myself saying, I don't know that that sounds like much fun, because to me, karaoke never sounds like fun. But everybody else was like, that sounds awesome, yeah! Well, the, the the thing is, is it was walking distance from the Irish bar. So we just walked across the parking lot. Boom, we were there. We didn't have to Uber anywhere. You guys didn't sing Irish Eyes. You didn't sing... What the hell is that? I don't know. You could have sang a Dropkick Murphy song. It was Pat- St. Patrick's Day. Bust a move is not... St. Patrick's Day, and neither is the song you wanted to sing, your go-to karaoke song, which we didn't get to before that bar closed. No, she just didn't play it. Summer of 69. That's right. uh, She probably didn't want to sing it. Well, she wouldn't have had to. That is my song. Anyway, it was uh, was a fun night up until the point that it wasn't fun. Uh... I think we talked about this later, is that a friend of mine used to describe it as the tipping point. Uh, there's a certain number of drinks. It's not, a, it's, it's not, it's, it's about the number of drinks you have. There's a drink, 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 and you're fine. And then you drink that one drink that's the tipping point, and things become sort of a shit show. And that seems... How many is that for me, Colin? I couldn't keep count. And I don't remember what you were drinking. You were drinking something that tasted like, was, like Kool-Aid. I was drinking Emerald Isles. It... I started out with a Magners and Fireball. Right. That's what I started the evening with. Right. And then I had an Emerald Isle. Do you remember what was in an Emerald Isle? I don't know, a bunch of alcohol. <laughs> but it ta- but the problem rum is... Rum and... Ju- it had pineapple juice, it had rum, it had blue carousel. It had a lot of stuff in it, except it tasted like it had nothing in it. Right. And that was the problem. Which is why I probably had like four or five of them. <laughs> I think you have more than that. And then I had the shot of tequila. Yeah, and then some other peach schnapps thing that people were bringing around. Oh, the green know. and the green tea shot. Yeah. Anyway, it uh, it's great that we did a St. Patrick's Day. We had say a St. Patrick's Day party, and you met 
out in the wild, you got, you want to tell your story of your <gasps> meeting some? I finally met an ant in the wild. Do you want to tell people who don't know what an ant is Come what on. an ant is? If people don't know what an ant is, then I don't know what to tell them. No, it's ants are. I feel it's like I'm being rhetorical, not rhetorical, but repetitive. Or anyway, well, anyway. Because everybody knows what an ant is. But I don't think you're right about that. I don't think everybody knows. An ant knows, but an that's it. Ants are fans of the podcast Tell Them Steve Dave. There. That's what you need though. They're the they're the fans. And why are they called ants again? Oh my gosh. Because Walt you're gonna make me look like a bad ant now. You don't know? Because no, I do, but it's it's okay, so Walt did an episode, one of the episodes I don't remember which episode it was, and now I'm going to get bashed for it. Thank you, Cullen. You don't have to remember. If you, if someone said, let me, let me just get on record right now. If someone's going to bash someone for not knowing what episode someone said something in, in a podcast that they have how many episodes? Hundreds? 400 and, yeah. it's over So if someone's going to get on you about not knowing what episode number, just so you know, whoever you are that's about to do that, you are a douche. So <laughs> let's just get that settled. And now, Cindy, please continue. But Walt, Walt had, like, a conversation about how we're all just kind of ants. We're all just kind of, you know. Like, worker ants. Worker ants, yeah. Right. And then it just kind of became an ant, you know, talking about the ant army. and That makes sense. It's like the kiss army, only an ant army. Oh, don't go there. They don't like that. No, com- I don't know. About they don't like that connection. But anyway, that's that's where it all stems from. Is Walt on one of the podcast episodes was talking about how we're all just ants, and and then it became a thing because I see the t-shirts and the stickers and the patches and the ant imagery on everything, right? And the tattoos. Some people have ant tattoos. I don't have an ant tattoo. Some people have ants. I thought about it, but then I was like, you know what? They could piss me off tomorrow, and I could say I'm never listening to that podcast again. <laughs> that would be bad. But. You met an ant in the wild somehow. I did, which is a rare thing. Were you wearing a Tell Him Steve Dave t-shirt or something? No. He, once again, he knew who you were. And when he since he knew who you were, and he listened to Tell Him Steve Dave, and, like, I was drunken talking during the Space Monkeys podcast here in Springfield... <laughs> So my right. name got brought up a lot during the Space Monkeys podcast. Right. And then Brian Johnson got a dig in me. Dig in. Got a dig in. That doesn't sound good. He put made a dig. Help me here. I'm not. He made a joke at your expense. Thank you. About my love of Jason Momoa. Yes. So I've been mentioned a couple times. So anyway, so we're at the table. And this guy Tanner knows you, and he comes over to you, and he's talking to you and your friend Kevin. And then he looks at me and said, "And you're Cindy. I know you because they talk about you on Tell 'Em Steve Dave." Ah, well. And I was like, "You yeah. listen to Tell 'Em Steve Dave?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Oh!" And I did the little ant, you know, the, the little ant antenna, you know. And uh, anyway, that was that. We became besties. Besties. Well, hello, Tanner. And his okay. wife Amanda, she was very sweet. I met her too. She listens. She listens to tell him Steve Dave too. I guarantee they don't listen to our podcast, but that's, well, that's all right. We'll fix it. That's for the best. We don't have ants yet. What are we gonna? What are, once we actually get listeners? What will we? 
probably slugs. <laughs> the bun slugs. I'm sorry. Every time I laugh, I cough because the one thing we forgot about our North Carolina trip is as soon as I drive across the North Carolina border, I get sick now. I get some sort of allergy attack that lingers with you. Um, but yeah, so you met a, an ant in the wild. That was fun for you. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Yes. It's, they're very rare. So... Well, yeah, they are when you're just out and about. Right. You don't see them. Like, at comic conventions and stuff, you see them a lot. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Don't talk to me about comic conventions and... Why? Tell them Steve Dave. Oh. Let's... Uh, yeah. Because I really wish I were in New Orleans right now, where they're filming the next Jane Silent Bob. Yes, Jane Silent Bob movie. But... We were... We were supposed to be there but because of all our other trips we couldn't go you were supposed to be there i was totally just gonna tag along eh if i let you i'd have made a good tubby lunchbox if i let you i'm just saying if i let you i would you could have tagged along so so anyway speaking of let's get into cohen's comic corner Yay! We could actually get music, you know, if we needed music. But it's to much introduce, more fun this way. If we needed music to introduce segments, we could just do that. We don't have to hum it. Cullen's, I wasn't humming. That was singing. <laughs> that was, what is that? No, all right. What is that when some? That's not singing when you're. Da, 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 that's not da, singing, da, da, and it's not humming. What is humming it? Humming is. <laughs> yeah. But what is that? And what do you call that when you're? Da, 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 da. Cindy Jazz. It's not called Cindy Jazz either. Um, I'm interested if any of our listeners know what that, that the, the verb for what Cindy is doing, and not don't say annoying. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but anyway, um, yeah. So I'm leaving tomorrow for Chicago for C2E2. Um, I will not be there. Shockingly, I don't know what C2E2 stands for. Stands for something. I thought it was Comic Con and Entertainment Expo. It's something. something like that, but I don't know. Comics and comics. Eh. It's a great convention. I don't know what C two E two stands for. Something Chicago and comics, maybe Chicago Chicago Comics Entertainment Expo. That sounds right. That sounds right. That's what it is. And if it isn't, it should be. That's right. Um, so I'm going to C two E two tomorrow, um, and then. I will be, after that, I go to Planet Comic Con in Kansas City, and you will be there with me. Yeah, but Jason Momoa won't be there. We'll live. And then uh, the next weekend, I'm going to Dallas Comic Con in Dallas, Texas. So the next three weeks are going to be kind of nightmares. Which, Jackson and I might be there with you at that one. Oh, you haven't decided yet? We haven't decided yet. Oh, okay. All right. Well, either way. Hopefully, you can be there. But if you can't, people can still come and see me and buy some books from me at those conventions. And I hope to see you there. And we'll have bungalow stickers. That's right. We have uh, we have bungalow stickers and postcards. We have we have bungalow swag to give people that come by. So come get a bungalow sticker. They're beautiful. Um, They're very beachy. They are very beachy. They make me want to go to the beach. <laughs> um, but other than that, we, uh, you know, I'm I'm still working on a bunch of different comic books. Um, I'm trying to think what I can. Uh, most of I, I've been hired to do a couple of new uh, 
work for hire comics that I can't tell you about. I don't know if they'll get announced at uh, maybe at C two E two will announce something. I'm not, but I, I can't promise that. Um, but uh, a couple of those is pretty exciting. Uh, I've got a couple of new uh, creator owned comics that I haven't that also haven't been announced. Um, and then at Planet Comic Con. I mean, uh, Kyle Strom, Baltimore Rivas, and I are doing a comic together, and we're going to have some special... We're going to do... I can't remember what day it is. Watch our social media, but we're going to do like a... We, we have a, a limited edition print that we're giving out to people to come by for that comic if they come by the table, but it's only going to be at certain a certain time that we're doing it. So keep an eye on social media for that. Um other than that, I I'm, I'm really far behind on everything because of the trips and conventions, but I will I will persevere, I suppose. I don't know. That's about it for Cullen's Comic Corner. There's nothing I can announce or talk about in a big way right now okay. because uh, I lots of uh, there. It's all secret. Everything's so very very secret. Secret, secret. secret. He's got a secret. That's right. I have very. I have secrets. Uh, Was that Mr. Roboto? You were just singing. Yes. Very nice. Secret, secret. He's got a secret. Okay. So. And what else? Turn Do, the page. What about our punk rock names? What about our punk rock? I saw that that's on your list, and and I can we can tie that in from comics because I am doing a book, uh, for Valiant Comics called Punk Mambo about a punk magician. Cool. And then out of nowhere this morning, <laughs> I came up with my punk rock name. Which is well. First of all, here's the here's the thing you have to do to come up with your punk rock name. You just have to look around your house and find something to represent your punk rock rock name. So I was cleaning up some debris in the house of trash. You know, I was tidying up, and uh, and I came up with mine, which is Rando Trash, is my punk rock name. So I'm actually going to ask uh, Valiant to publish my name as Rando Trash instead of Cullen Bunn on Punk Mambo. Nice. And then I told you to look around the house and find something to be your punk rock name. <laughs> and what did you come up with? <laughs> Do I have to say this? Yes, and then I want you to... Let's first step, go ahead and say it. Wax nipples. Wax nipples. Now, wax, I see where you came up with that this morning, because we have those little melted candle wax thing holders or whatever. Right. Um, the the I don't know what those things are called. Wax melters or whatever. Yeah. But where were you looking that you saw nipples? You don't want to know. All right. Well, I don't. But wax nipples and rando trash, it's actually pretty good. And what was, and what was Squish's? I don't remember. Coconut something. Oh, uh, coconut, head. Co- coconut head face slapper. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, squish. Those are our, our punk rock names. But you guys uh, listening at home, if you look around wherever you are right this moment, look around and find the, something that represents your punk rock name. And then let us know what that is. Yeah. Make sure you tweet that to us. But this is a, officially a rando trash and wax, wax nipple production. This this podcast is just going straight. <laughs> this to one's hell. really gone downhill God fast. Bless. It started low and it's just not elevated. All right, what's Speaking next? Speaking of weird names, all right, all right. So that that's just a perfect tie-in 
to some of my weird news. All right, let's hear some of Cindy's, Cindy's weird, weird news. news. All right. You want to hear the weird news logo? You have a... <laughs> That's not good. I just thought it would be like... No, that's like a news. That's like, like oh, it's just news. news. It's news? This is weird news. Okay. Weird news doesn't just have a normal news sound. All right, well, let's hear the first weird news story. I have not heard any of these. This is one of my favorite things is to hear these strange stories. All right, poor dude. Butler County, Pennsylvania. He gets pulled over, suspected of drunk driving. Okay. You know what the dude's name is? No. Daniel Sober. Daniel Sober, that is a... Was he drunk? He was, in fact. Well. I love this, though. He told the police he had just dropped his girlfriend off to check on her son. But he reeked of alcohol. Yeah. So they pulled him out for a, for one of the portable breath... Yeah. Elizers. Yeah. And sober sober wasn't sober. That's awful. You know, probably the poor guys grew up with people saying making fun of his last name sober. Right. It probably drove him to drink. He was set up for failure. Yep. Yes. Yep. By his own last name. How sad. Tragic. Tragic. The humanity of it is shocking. The dude blew a point one nine four. He needed the money. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> I don't know why, but yes, I suddenly had a flashback to 1980s Andrew Dice Clay CDs. Jack and Jill. Right. <laughs> anyway, that I had to go with that. Anyway, but, yeah. yeah, poor dude got arrested. Daniel Sober got arrested. Well, Daniel for Sober. For not being sober. We are thinking of you on your on your journey and hope that, you know, we wish you well. It's going into the future and hope that you can recover from this moment. And from your last name. <laughs> All right. All right. What else have we got? This is my favorite. For any of my family that may be listening. Oh, God. Especially any aunts or uncles. You might want to fast forward a few minutes. Because I don't want to offend you. So, you may remember a few few episodes back we talked about the chocolate anuses. <sighs> How could anyone ever forget even though I've tried desperately to block that from my memory, yes. Well, now I have something better for you to put in your memory. Awesome. What is it? Dick at your door. <laughs> what? what? Yes, folks. You can have a 100% vegan chocolate dick sent to your loved one's door. Oh, <laughs> here's the best part. I love this. When you open the box, oh god, on the box it says "eat a dick." <laughs> well, it's a mean thing. You send it to people of from, for cruelty, do. then, right? Yeah, that's good. I thought you said that that dick at your door thing. How much you say it cost? It. You know what? You I don't didn't know. Check anyway. Uh, it, it immediately because we just put a ring video doorbell. And I think the next iteration, and we probably make a bajillion dollars if we could figure out the software to make this happen, is your ring doorbell tells you when an asshole comes to your door, and it just says, instead of ringing and saying there's someone at your door, like if your friend shows up, it just says there's someone at your door, but if it's someone it facially recognizes as an asshole, it says there's a dick at your door. <laughs> I think that would be, that's what facial recognition technology should be used for, is to identify dicks at your door. Here's here's my favorite. So, 
one of the reviews. Oh, God. A, a satisfied customer's <laughs> review. Oh! All right, that's my last Andrew Dice Clay Thank thing. God. Go ahead. Thank right. God. All right. Um, she said, well, I'm, I'm assuming she. It could be he. Said, very, very, all caps, very. Second, very, all caps. Uh-huh. Very detailed. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Says right. it's not very big. It's only four to five inches. So. That's the review said? Yeah, it's not very big. Four to five inches. So that's. Like, awesome. That's great. <laughs> Sorry, Cullen. This is a great, great story. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. Says it. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Um, it says it tastes okay. Not very flavor- flavorful. But detail quality is amazing. And by the way, this is not just the... It's not just the twig, it's also the berries. It's the whole shebang. Have I ever told you... Get it, shebang? Shebang? That's not funny. Have I told you how proud I am to be part of this podcast? So, I, I plan on... No, we're not ordering these for anyone. Honey, you don't even know the list of people I want to eat a dick. I do know the list of people you want to eat a dick, but we're not. But I can't do it now because we just talked about That's it. That's right. It's done. Damn it. You. Well, anyway, if you, if you out there want to send somebody a dick to eat, just go to dickatyourdoor.com. That's free. That's the last free advertising Dick at Your Door gets from us. Next time so, they got to pay up. Yeah. Pay up, dick. That's right. All right. All right. What else have we got? So, I have one more weird story, and then we have Cindy's Soapbox. Okay. Oh, no. All right. So, this is aw- this is actually awesome. Oh, wait. Actually, I have two stories. All right. Well, let's But I'll it. keep them. I'll make them fast. All right. Let's hear it. All right. So, this one I think is amazing. This Oregon man, his name was Jeremy Taylor. He was from Sun River, Oregon. He went missing. And him and his dog, Abby, were missing for five days. Okay. Okay. And when they found them, they were okay. But they had survived. Him and Abby had survived for five days on taco sauce packets. Oh, yeah. I saw this. Didn't he get stuck in a car? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. his car got frozen over? Yeah. Yeah, and he survived on, ta- uh, on taco ha- Taco Bell taco, taco yeah, sauce. Yeah, taco sauce packet. And I don't know why Taco Bell hasn't... They probably have. Locked that dude down to a sponsorship agreement where he's going to be their new spokesperson. Because that's super cool. Yeah. That's very... I uh, love that. It's, it, it's, it's awesome that he survived on taco sauce. And, he and it's would... awesome that he survived. Right. And but, the dog, too. And the dog, yes. But, uh, but yeah, on taco sauce. I saw that story. That was pretty cool. But, uh... But yeah, he, like he had tried to get out of his car and walk, but the snow was too deep, and he didn't have a cell phone, and uh, so he would like turn his car on and off every once in a while to warm it up, so him and the dog would stay warm. Yeah. But they survived on taco sauce packets. By the way, um, little safety tip here. Yeah. If you put like one of those large three wick candles in your car, yeah, and if you ever get stuck out in the cold in your car, a three wick candle will heat your car and keep you warm enough to survive. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. So you should. We, I, I, I should put one in my car. It, it, it's smart. Put a three-wick candle in your car and something to light it with. But I'm actually going to put a few Taco Bell sauce packets in my no glove box. Kidding. Just in case. You never know. No kidding. So, all right. All right. This is, this is, I'll try to keep this one brief too, but this one's pretty awesome. And then I'll do Cindy, Cindy's soapbox. All right. All right. So this guy in New Jersey, he goes to the convenience store, buys his lotto tickets. He occasionally buys 20 bucks, you know, here and there. Bought his lotto tickets. He was standing at the counter. He was putting his money away. He was doing something on his phone. And he walked away without picking up his lottery tickets. So, the next day he's looking for them. He can't find them. So, he decides just on a whim, you know, maybe it'll maybe it'll work. He goes back to the convenience store and says, you know, did by any chance did anybody turn in some lotto tickets that I left here yesterday? Right. Believe it or not, somebody had actually turned them in. Okay. So the girl, the girl said, you know, the girl at the counter, you know, made him confirm, you know, how much did you spend? What kind of, you know, what numbers did you, you know, did you pick your numbers? Were they quick picks? You know, blah, blah, blah. And he was able to tell her everything she wanted to know. She gave him the lot of tickets. And he went home and had won $273 million. Wow. So... <laughs> And this was a this poor guy had he was unemployed. He'd been employed for over a year. He had gotten divorced. I mean, this this was a guy that was really down on his luck. Yeah. And another and another it said it was a convenience store worker that turned the tickets in. I don't know if it was a convenience store worker that actually worked at the place where he bought them or if he was just from somewhere else and still but the guy said, you know, his parents had always taught him to do the right thing and to be honest, and he turned them in. Look where that honesty got um, you. Nowhere. Well, it says, so. And, and here's the weird thing. After the guy won the lottery, he got his first call back for a job interview. Mm-hmm. So I was like, his luck totally changed. And I loved it because in the story it said, I'm not taking the job. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, he said, I don't you know think? That Thanks. But anyway, but it, and it's funny. He said, uh, uh, he said that he was going to that. He figured out, they found out who the guy was that turned it in, turned the tickets in, and he said he was going to give him something, but he was going to keep it private. Mm. You know what he's giving him? What? A big a chocolate, <laughs> a chocolate dick, even dick. Now, first of all, everyone knows that the only reason to have a job besides getting paid and insurance is so that you can quit it dramatically when you win the lottery. Right. So he didn't need that job. Yeah. And it, it would be nice if he did something for that guy. It'd he, be I, like, it could happen to you with Bridget Fonda oh and Nicholas Cage. Such a good movie. So anyway, that's a, that's a cool story. But yeah. Good so for that guy. He took it in a lump sum and he's getting 162 mil. Oh, that's all? And, that's, he's, sh- and this is, sh- I, I love this. He's buying himself a pickup truck. He's buying a car for his mom and he's remodeling her house. And he's taking his family on a vacation. And then what's he doing with the other $161 million? Right. I mean, or yeah. 61, I mean that, that, that what he just described isn't a drop in the bucket compared to what he's bringing home. Right. Anyway, that's so, very cool. Good yeah. for him. Congratulations, so was, dude. I thought that was awesome. So, last but not least, 
Cindy Soapbox. Is this a new... A new... Uh, this, well, kind of, sort of, but I don't know. Only when I have something to get on a soapbox about. It's not going to be a weekly thing. All right, because you're going to make enemies. No, I'm not. You said, I'm going to make enemies. You slapped me in the arm because I said that ants shouldn't get so caught up in what episodes certain things happen. So if you're going to get on a soapbox, you're going to make enemies. That's fine. All right, That's do fine. it. That's fine. Let it happen. So... This is a few, this is a couple weeks old. Again, we've been trying to record for a month. But this is something I feel very passionately about, so I still feel like I need to talk about it. People, let's stop trying to break up happy couples. Who's trying to break us up? (sighs) Well, everybody, because everybody wants you because you're, you know, Because I have a very large collection of pumpkin head action figures. And you're, and you're impressed by four to five inch long... Chocolate penises? Sure, why not? Yeah. I mean, that's very impressive to me. <laughs> um, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Everybody wants Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga to get together. First of all, it's pronounced Lady Gaga. It is not Gaga. <laughs> I don't know where you got that from. It sounds like something from a Godzilla movie. It's, oh no, it's the giant Gaga! It's Lady Gaga. Just so we know. But okay, continue. People are trying to break them up. No, they're not together. No, they're not together. But that's the thing. Everybody wants them together because of the movie The Star is Born. Now, don't get me wrong. Their chemistry in that movie was amazing. And, like, you wanted them, you wanted it to be real. When they were singing at the Grammys, the, the Oscars. Was it the Oscars? Yes. That's what she won the Oscar that night for the song. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> um You're right it was. And like they were sitting at the piano singing together and then they ended with her head on his shoulder, you know, and they're looking at each other and all the memes started about find someone that looks at you the way Bradley Cooper looks at Lady Gaga. You you did it. You said it. <laughs> I did that on purpose to see if you agree. Oh, all right. Um but, uh, you know, all those. But, but look, guys, gals, whoever, he's not married, but he's been with his girlfriend for four years. They have a kid. Oh, I see it wasn't the last one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to do that, too. Stop trying to play matchmaker. I mean, you're going to you're going to kill any chance of a stars born too. Cindy. <laughs> that movie would be awful. It would be really creepy. No, <laughs> don't I, spoil the movie. But I have a, a vision. Movie. I have a vision of it. It's gonna be like Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze and Ghost when they're like when his ghost is helping her do the the clay pottery. Yeah, it'll be Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. You know, they'll be I don't know. Holding a microphone and singing a duet like hurt his ghost and there's not and there, there, you know there will not be a stars born two they will wait another fifteen to twenty thirty years and then they will make the movie again because that movie's been made how many times three three times so we're due for another one in another thirty years and you know what's weird is when I first watched that movie I got done watching it and I was like it was good. But it didn't rock my world. Like, 
everybody else, like everybody I knew that had gone to the movies to see it and was like, oh my God. And I know I have friends that went and seen it five and six and seven times at the movies. And so like, I don't, I, I think I built it up so big in my head that when I watched it, I was like, huh. Okay, but how many other times? How many times have you watched it since? Then? Well, that's let me finish. So, I had a two day rental because I rented it on demand on our TV. Yeah, and I pretty much watched it for the next forty eight hours. Like every chance I got, I had it turned on that channel. And did and you watched it? Did you come to a different conclusion when you were done with it? You know what? I did. It like it didn't immediately rock my world. But, like, the more I watched it, the more I picked up on it. And, like, after about, like, 36 hours in of my movie marathon, like, I don't know, something clicked, like, when, with Bradley Cooper's character, where he was just so desolate and so sad and so broken. That And, like, I didn't cry, like, the first 12 times I watched it. But that time, like, like feeling that with him, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because I was feeling broken having sat on a couch for 36 hours watching the same movie. That'll do it. I don't know. But, anyway, I cried at that, at, mm. at that particular viewing. Sure. And then I cried at the end every time I watched it after that for the next 12 hours. Well. I'm at the deep end. <laughs> I cried. Watches that dive All right, in. All right. Well, that was a, so. That's your soapbox. Don't break up happy couples for to fulfill your uh, romantic fantasies yeah. of what should be. Come on, people. Lady Gaga. There'll be no Gadley. There will be no Gadley. Oh God. All right. I want the rights to that. If they do, if they do become a couple, you are. I I called it. Are you the inventor of Gadley? Gadley. Sounds like a butler in a bad 80s. Godly. Godly. <laughs> but we all know that even though he's just the butler, he touches our lives in a special way. And then goes to... So it's on a China. Is that Mr. Belvedere? Before. Who cares? Is that Mr. Belvedere you're yeah. singing? Okay. Anyway, uh, all right. So is that it for today? That is it. And Thanks even- for everybody listening. And thanks to special thanks to Ronnie Barron for producing this and helping us put it together. Yes. And Ronnie, we are so sorry about Dexter. Yes. Sorry about Poor Dexter. Ronnie lost his sweet puppy Dexter this week, and we're really sad for him. So, if you see him on Twitter, give him some love. That's right. But we couldn't do this show without him, so... Absolutely not. Thank you, Ronnie. Um, and do you have a, a sign-off for us this week? I do not. You've got to. you got to come up with one on the fly. Oh, my on gosh. The fly. Okay, um, you set yourself up. You said you'd do one every week. See you later, Bundyator. Oh. Oh! <laughs> God.